everyone, and welcome to this week's Last Night Recap. Uh, we are now on episode four. We have, um, I think, just topped two listeners. Um, so, you know, really hitting the ratings hard on that. Who's who's with me today? That's oh, good. There we go. It's a solo just, effort this week. Not what, all at the same time. Want, yeah, it's what you want in a podcast. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> so... Who are the rambling guys Shut up. in the background? All right, now we, I'll, I'll go uh, first. Kurt okay, over here. Kurt, you go first, yeah. yeah. And um, I'm somewhere in the US. Somewhere. Oh, yeah, let's play. So where where's, Kurt? Kurt? where's Kurt? Where's Kurt? Yeah, where's Kurt? Well, I'm in the, I'm in the city. So let's ask. The let's ask. Stadium. Okay. Ooh. Mm. Hmm. Nice. Um, do you know where it is? Atlanta. Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, I get it. Correct. No. Correct. Yeah. Or Atla- Atlanta, no, it's as not. I say, because I apparently have to work on my accent over here. Oh, okay. Um, one of the listeners... Uh, yeah, you do, actually. All that Philly accent. <laughs> so who else do we get? Who, who was that other mm. beautiful voice there? That sort of Scandinavian kind of sexy tones. What, what do you mean? <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually... Uh, <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's not very fun when I'm talking English. Please? Because uh, it's very cold up here uh, right now. So it's uh, like 15 minus. But tomorrow it's going to be 6 plus. And it's very funny because of the global heating. Stop laughing. It's not very fun. Please to help me with my rucksack. <laughs> What did you say? You're a sack? <laughs> okay, let's go. go okay. <laughs> you, you speak the same, Martin, I do, yeah. Because it's, 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 uh, it's, it's Scandinavian influence. That's it. It's that. So it's... your English is not. No, that, my, my, that my, English, my English is a second language. It's just uh, the first language is more. <laughs> type away. Um, but yes, yeah. hello, everyone. It, it sounds like it's a Friday, it doesn't it? It does feel like a Friday, yeah. Okay, yeah. so what's what? What are we? This is weird because we're airing on Monday. We are, yeah. But we record on a Friday night. Yeah, but we're recording. We always record on different nights, and we're airing on the Monday. And that's that's how professionals do it. We, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, we'll invite we'll invite some of those professionals on, on the show. Yeah, I think we yeah. get to have some. Yeah. yeah, that would be good. Yeah. So, be... what's happening? So, tonight? what's happening? Uh, what, what are we so, going to store tonight? So, for tonight, um, again, two chats: the uh, Mia chat, which was all about breakout edu, oh, and um, on the America's side, we were looking behind the lens, oh, igniting creativity with uh, photography. And then, of course, um, some screen grabs, um, screen grabs like from Mr. Piley, um, who said, I set up an instant alpha challenge in Keynote, and I'm not going to tell more about that. We'll uh, discuss that uh, in the EMEA chat. Um, other replies from the screen grabs were, of course, Mrs. Kemper was in there, too, again. And uh, she's talking about, in my PL, I love to provide opportunity for educators to capture math from their perspective. Are Dr. we sorry? Just to stop you there, are we actually yeah. now tagging uh, Miss Kemper as official listener number one? Is that now going to be her title? No, my oh, mum. Oh, yeah, my yeah, mum is official sorry. listener. Exactly. No, <laughs> don't do anything to Martin's mum. <laughs> my mum. 
I got tea and, and everything. Mom, it's beautiful. My mum is sitting there with her with her last night recap mug. Just, nice. Which is what she refers to me as. Um, just her last night recap mug of a son. So I think. Oh, Martin, yeah. can't you do? Can't you? Can't you do a bit of? Uh, you know, like a, a good thing about the mugs that you that you made for for everyone that wants to listen. They get a mug. That's from Martin. That's actually. put me in a. That's put me in a <laughs> position now. I've only got about four mugs in the house. That's what you said last time when we finished. I always that's, think that's it's good to bring up things like this live on a podcast yeah. that you can't weasel your way out. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Martin. That's uh, damn. But that... Get out of that one. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I don't I'll, get you, I'll get you out of that one. Um, one of the yeah, other thanks, screen graphs yeah. was Dr. Terry C saying, oh, okay. we're totally going to play with animation and photo bursts, which was a, a hot topic during one of the challenges. So um, I think good. more on that pretty soon. That's going to be awesome. Cool. Yeah, cool. Sounds like a good uh, chat. Great. And then, uh, of course, we've got questions with me, which we never know where that's going to lead. So that's something to look forward to. And. No. We, I've, I've always got questions. You guys have oh, got questions. Great. We've got questions. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then and then a special hashtag, Kurt. Do you want to introduce yes. our hashtag, hashtag this week? The hashtag of the week is hashtag photoburst magic. So anyone listening, um, other than two people, um, start <laughs> hashtagging photoburst magic and show your results. Awesome. We On everything. Bye bye. Okay, we're back and we're going to kick off with the EMEA chat. Um, this week, the EMEA chat was all on Breakout EDU and it was hosted by Alicia Bankhofer. Um, and I think there was a little bit of, um, there was maybe a little bit of cross wires. Matt, yeah, Matt you kind of, uh, you joined in in this chat. I did, um, yeah. And I think a lot of people were getting breakouts, like kind of these little um, set, these little spaces that you have in school next to your class where where people can go and work quietly or independently, that some people were getting those mixed up with breakouts. So another way to think of breakouts are, Matt, you've wrote a book on this, haven't you, is how to set up. So you want to start a... Uh, yeah, escape rooms. Yeah, so I think different people call them different things. I think I don't yeah. know whether it's a, a European thing or a, a British thing or whatever. We have them here, you know, usually by a shopping centre in this escape room. Yeah, um, and I think yeah, breakout is is maybe a different term for exactly the same thing. But the idea is it's just problem solving. It's just yeah. um, an activity that you do in order to solve puzzles uh, using lots of different skills, and and you know that came up in the chat quite a lot. Uh, to ultimately get a code that opens yeah. a lock or a, a digital lock or or whatever it might be, it's just a big problem-solving way of doing some learning. So yeah, yeah. And you've written a you've written a great book on that, and you're so you want to see these. That's a one that I would encourage people to go and uh, download if they if they've never done an escape room or a ba- breakout and they want to they want to learn a little bit more. But the um the question that I want to I want to highlight the question and answer, and it's just one from Amia this week, is um, the third question that Alicia asked was all on, she actually used the clever, everyone can break out. And she asked, how have you used Apple technology to create uh, um, a breakout? And the answer was given by possible future guest 
um, Simon Pyle, um, <laughs> our good friend Simon, who is an absolute genius when it comes to some of the things with Keynote. And his answer um, just automatically jumped out at me when I was in the chat because it's just such a, a such an innovative way of uh, using Keynote. And he said that he set up an instant alpha challenge in Keynote where each pupil had a different slide deck. One of the decks revealed part of the code and the idea was to actually reinforce the instant alpha skill and unlock the ultimate Keynote challenge around storybooks. I just thought that was a, a, a massively innovative way of using instant alpha. Rather than just removing a, a background, he was actually using it to have, as Matt says, pupils solving problems and you know breaking code and doing all of these types of things. And I just thought it's, it's like almost like a pirate, you know, hunt for the chest yeah. or the gold. Yeah, yeah. Or... yeah. it's yeah. so yeah. cool. It's really good, good thing. Well, it's nice that you mentioned that because um, during the the holiday season, past holiday season, Christmas, um, Brian Tim released a little video where he introduced um, a scratch-off idea um, using Keynote yeah. and um, and the drawing tools where you actually draw with that paint tube um, and mask an object and then use the uh, the eraser um, to reveal it again. So what you just said, Johan, where you have a, a pirate's map that could be used ideally um, with Keynote and then to search for that treasure. Yeah, I just think it's it's just a really really nice way of any age to to consolidate learning. And actually, we we do it with our students in university. And we talked about like when would you do it? And it's it's obvious to do it at the end of a block of work because you can yeah. consolidate the skills. But actually, they were thinking about doing it at the start where they kind of un uncover the things that they exactly need to find out. So actually, yeah. they realize always oh, struggled at that bit. So actually, I need to develop that as a skill. Um, and actually, it was just quite a nice thing to come before rather than it being like a test at the end to see what you've learned, but actually a way of uncovering what you need to learn or need to develop as a personal skill. So, I think yeah. that that's the right way to do it, Matt, yeah. as well. I yeah. mean, it's so interesting in the beginning of, of what you're learning. Uh, this is so cool. So that's really cool, Matt. Yeah. 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 I just... that, um... I'll go ahead, Martin. No, 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 please. It's fine. I was oh. just going to. I've used it as an introduction um, for uh, working around a theme no, of uh, communication. The two groups were, uh, were locked up each in a different room. And um, uh, because it was communication, they had to unlock the, the code to use uh, FaceTime. And oh, then okay. um, they had to communicate with each other. And the clues for group one were in room two and the other way around. So they had uh, to nice. help each other for a breakout and get okay. to know each other. So that was a that was a fun one. That's yeah, good. Yeah. I think it's just um, it's kind of showing that it's one of these um, it's one of these features. It's one of these tools that really has no there's no limit to what you can and can't do with it. And it's it what I always love about you know people sharing their ideas and things like that is that you will always get an idea that you never thought of. I mean, using it like a like a pirate hunt scratch card or a scratch-off advent calendar or just, you know, reinforcing, as Matt says, reinforcing this learning as you are going along rather than doing it as a checklist at the end, have they hit all of their, their, their targets. You know, you can even have them hitting their targets at any point and it still shows that they're, they're kind of bringing this whole experience together. So I just thought it was a really nice, it was a really nice way to do it. The, the kids didn't, realized that they were 
they were actually using this feature because they were actually having a bit of fun with it. So it's, that's it's what the I'm... real world. It's the real world learning as well that goes with it. Yeah. It's, it's the fact that you you work in teams. Someone in your team is going to have a real strength in something, and they can feel part of a team. And it's not always about everyone knowing everything. The person who just has a really good skill set actually feels that they have a, a role to play. I think maybe being you know of a PE background for me sometimes. Mm-hmm those children that don't feel that they're part of a team can feel really isolated. And I think this approach, certainly if you plan it and map it out nicely to have a range of skills that are in it, and we know that through sort of use of digital stuff, be it mm-hmm. creativity or, you know, making a movie or whatever it might be, whatever the challenges are you give, you can really get that sense of everybody feels that they're part of it and everybody has a role to play. I would say this is the most uh, real you can get almost mm-hmm for a real um, workplace environment if you yeah. want to solve a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really close to what it is. And, and if you really highlight all the different things that the, the pupils or, or students are learning, it's really, it's really cool, actually, yeah. I think. So we're doing I remember, go on. Um, I had the opportunity oh, to, to follow the, the first time that it came out, um, um, breakout edu which is actually created uh, at least by one of uh, the ADs, mark hammonds um, and i was in a workshop with him um, and and the beautiful part was this you can ask for clues and um, you don't get punished so he said mm-hmm. as a student they had to um, rethink that because i can ask for help and i'm i'm not going to be deducted any points for that mm-hmm. um, no because this is not a test I mean, yeah. you got 45 minutes um, or, or another timing and uh, try to solve it. So that was nice to hear it from the, from the student's point of view, too. That's yeah. cool. And actually, cool. actually, you can run it as a series as well. So in the beginning, there's a quite easy thing to solve and they, and they learn all these skills. And then they can actually compare themselves to a, a harder problem. So you, you see a progression. So actually, they know that it's a progression. So firstly, you have a quite easy question, and then the mm. next time it's harder and harder and harder. So it doesn't need to be, like you said, like you, you marked the, on the first part. So yeah. actually, you have yeah, a progression, yeah. which is really cool. Um, and I like that a lot. Yeah, we're doing it this week, actually, with our with our students in university. Yeah, I was going to say, got... We're going to do it as a challenge, but then get them to actually have a big discussion about how they would utilise it in their classroom. So I'll um, I'll get them to tweet out some ideas as well. So now that like you said, cool. Martin, it's good to sort of share different people's ideas. So ours is a STEM one, but, you know, it can be done for all, all sorts of different things. Yeah. Yeah, but the STEM is best, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So that was, um, that was a, a very quick recap of the EMEA uh, chat and I think when we come back, uh, Kurt, you're going to be having a chat about the Americas chat which was what was it on Reminders again? It was all about being behind the lens and photography and uh, a closer look at one of the Everyone Can Create guides um, on photography. Excellent. Oh, that's so cool. We'll in a few. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, you made it so far. Um, welcome to the Americas part of the uh, EDU chat. Um, and that was this week, as we said before, behind the lens, igniting creativity with photography. 
hosted by Holly Mercher and Stephanie Bauer. And uh, those ladies did a great job because there was a lot of um, action happening at that time. And even um, people from the UK um, joining in, um, which I thought, whoa, um, must be really, really late because um, it is happening um, on um, Pacific time, um, which is six o'clock over there, which already so nine, it's nine hours. hours. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's late for you guys. Um, That's quite long. One of the first questions that, that came out of it was, um, how has using the camera on the iPad ignited creativity in your classroom? And, and all of a sudden, um, it, I think it was trending, and that's why we picked it up at the hashtag of the week. Um, photo bursts were everywhere. You guys tried something? Because I, I think, Matt, I saw you post something. I mean, your son is on a creative journey. He he's, <laughs> he's into his Harry Potter stuff at the moment, um, and he wanted to do a whole wizard thing. Uh, and at this point, I didn't know it was called Photo Burst, but we were just playing around with, uh, with markup in photos, and he wanted to do like an animation of Voldemort and Harry having a having a fight with their wands and having the sparks come out and uh yeah just such a really cool way to just be creative and and just bring your pictures to life with with your own artwork as well so yeah really good yeah Martin, just, you made just... something i think yeah didn't you like uh make a shortcut you mentioned yeah i've made a um just a just a quick shortcut you actually can do it all uh, directly from within the the shortcut shortcut app so I've got two. There's one where you can actually take a series of photos. Um, you can mark up the photos and then it'll turn it into an animated GIF. Or I have one like this where it will take your latest bursts and those latest bursts you can then mark up. It'll mark up each individual photo and then it'll change that into a GIF for you at the end. So it's um, it's a way that you can just do it all from within the, the Shortcuts app without having to without having to open up the photos app, edit the photo, do the markup and then do it with the next one. It will all do it in a in a sequence, which is really the, the beauty of um of shortcuts is taking That's something cool. that would take quite a few clicks to do and it would mm. do it all in it would kinda of automate it and do it all for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean one of the uh, the answers that came was um from Holly Mercher herself um, saying students use markup and it can be so much fun and then and she said think of all the opportunities that students can have using markup. Um, to edit their burst modes and, and literally tons and tons of videos afterwards came uh, from it um, by using that markup tool that's just in photos app so you don't have to do anything you don't have to install anything um, and, and you don't even have to use a pencil or um, 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 one of those other markers a stylus yeah. yeah that's the word yeah I really like yeah, the video I mean, that she shares with the with the girl um, as if she's doing some magic powers. I just think kids could have such yeah, a great time. Yeah, the force, yeah. And it's the link then to literacy, isn't it? It's like, okay, so what's happening? And then they tell you the story of what's happening. And then, you know, it's all those other things that can come out of such a simple but creative idea. Yeah, I mean, uh, one one of my biggest things in math, it actually started with a photo. It's, uh, it's uh, literally... Um, I asked them to uh, paint a room, you know, whatever mm -hmm. color they want to do it. And uh, they just have an iPad and, and that's it. And I just mm -hmm. give them a hint that you're as long as you are between your, if you stretch out your arms to your sides, you're as long as you are long from your toes to your head. Literally, that's my hint. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> and then they, I tell them you need to, 
paint the classroom, you can do it. And how much would it cost? That's always what you do as a math teacher. You always ask how much it costs. And of course, they find it out. So literally, there's someone standing um, close to the wall, stretching out their arms, and they take a photo of the, the, the room or the room or the, all the walls. So of course, they know how tall they are, so they can really do the area. But the funny thing in the end, they always... You know, like all the the most expensive metal black uh, <laughs> paint that costs yeah. like you know, thirty quids uh, a square meter instead of the one that costs you know one quid because it's white. So um, yeah. So that's actually uh, a really cool way of starting. Um, yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy you uh, you mentioned that one because um, I mean being married to to a math teacher um. And I'm, I was a big struggling student at that department because um, I couldn't see it. And, yeah. and literally like one of the, um, one of the tweets that came out from um, Jessica Garen, which is Jess uh, Garen on, uh, on Twitter said, now I, because I, uh, um, I can take a picture, I can see it. Photos make abstract concepts relatable. And then she uses uh, the measure app to calculate slope. So you hear all these words, but to actually see it in a real life, um, environment and being able to highlight it on on the picture, I think, for a lot of yeah. people who see mathematics and, and think, oh, and, it's yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. of numbers. And I love I actually love the burst as well. You know, when you have the burst of um, <clears throat> when you keep your thumb down on your or on mm -hmm. your camera, mm -hmm. you get the yeah. burst. I yeah. love that for angles. So I did all these things with angles. So you have your golf club. And you do golf claim, uh, like a golf swing all the way mm -hmm. through, and you do a burst, or yep. like you have a skateboard, and from on top, someone does a 180 or 360 or whatever. So when you're talking about math that way, it's really cool if you do the burst because you get all the angles, like all the way through with uh, photos. It's quite a cool thing, actually, just to tell you, class, bring everything that you think has an angle, like uh, skateboards, uh, golf clubs, whatever. And that's know. something and that um, someone else tweeted out, too. So, um, there she is again, Mary Kemper, at Mrs. Kemper said, in her uh, professional learning sessions, she loves to provide the opportunity for educators to capture math from their perspective. And, and literally in the pictures, you see people... Um, sitting down, trying to find cylinders from the trash cans um, or, or the lines on the floor that connect. And it, it's that opportunity to, to really visualize um, concepts that are difficult to, to grasp. Yeah, even, you know, like uh, my best actually section is when you, um, one of my colleagues, I, I think he got an, the inspiration from, a, from an American math teacher so literally he has this really bad water pressure at his country house. So he filled a cylinder with like, I don't know, 150 liters, something like that. And it took like 32 minutes and he wrote it to class and he just saw, he just put on the, the video, you know, it's like, and in two minutes, of, of course, the guy in back on the class said, what's this? How long is this video? And they all got riled up of course <laughs> because they couldn't really say isn't there any any way to to calculate this and he said yeah thank you welcome to 
to mon- <laughs> you know, to math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing to close this question off, um, uh, talking about measurement and all of that is um, Daniel Polsky, which is uh, Mr. Underscore Polsky, um, answered to one of the questions saying, speaking of measuring, I found out yesterday that you can use Google Earth to measure an area and a perimeter. Uh, and he uh, posted a YouTube link about how to do that. And it's it's pretty impressive looking at the screenshots um, where you can do um, a whole area of a state or a country um, or, or just a block or a street um, and use that. So technology to its advantage. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know, I think what's great about this little podcast, not to like self-publicize, is the fact that 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 could have gone unnoticed you know that could have got lost in a stream and it's you know we've yeah. just all seen that now and that actually you, you so many uses that you can think of to bring that in because you know it's like well i assume you know what it's like children would go on google earth and or apple maps and have a look and they want to see their where they live and where they their town is and everything and actually to then use that as a mass concept and say okay we'll have a look at this <clears throat> have that tool yeah, built into it really useful well, yeah and this, yeah the thing into that Go ahead, Johan. Sorry, I, I'm just reflecting on what we're saying right now. And mm-hmm. it seems like uh, uh, pictures and photography has a lot to do with math. And it's um, quite interesting, actually, when it comes to, co- comes to that section. And it releases math in, in a way that we mm-hmm. come closer to reality, mm-hmm. which yeah. I think um, is something to think of. And actually for math teachers to think of, that maybe hasn't used uh, film or uh, photography. And I think it's um, something that's really important because it's so close. Yeah. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, guys? Well, speaking, uh, speaking, as a, speaking as a maths teacher, um, it, is, um, it, it really just does just open that window. It, it opens um, learning for pupils in a way that that we haven't been able to before a lot of pupils if we think of visual learners we think of pupils who understand it by seeing it they can't always visualize it but especially when it comes to something like area volume um angles if they can't see something Mm -hmm. like that so what i love about about photography and the camera and this out of the box functionality is that pupils can easily capture a picture of uh, an item in their classroom. So say their desk or their chair, and they can start to mark up where the angles would be. And you can say to them, right, find all of the angles that are under 80, uh, that are um, that are under 90 and mark them up red. Find all the angles mm-hmm. that are between 90 and 180, mark them up blue. Find me all the angles that are over 270, mark them up yellow. And you can actually have pupils completely marking up their room. Like you're saying, Johan, you're talking about them uh, painting their room and, and seeing how much would it be yeah. by taking a photograph of the room. Well, let's bring angles into it. Let's bring, you know, the, the, the example that, that Jody had on hers was these uh, stairs where she was actually looking at the, yeah. the rise over the run and the pupils were actually marking those up and creating calculations from them. That's and it becomes it, reality. That's it. Sometimes. That's, it becomes that click. It becomes that connection for them. Mm-hmm. In a way that, that as a maths teacher, we have sometimes, I won't say maths because I'm, I'm British, I say maths. Because uh, <laughs> uh, it is a plural math. You know, math is what we teach in maths class. Uh, um, mm. But, um, you know, it's something that... that uh, Literacy technology, tip of the week. That's it. There's your tip. Yeah. Um, the camera has unlocked 
the the mathematics side of things for a lot of pupils in a way that we would have been struggling with even five years ago. You know, there's so many well said. Well said. Here's a question for you guys that comes with that, and that was the fifth question on this. Like, as we're taking all these pictures, and and I mean, we're surrounded by pictures and video um, all day long. Um, yeah. The question was, how do you share the work of your students are doing outside the four doors of your classroom? Like, what are you using? Um, how are you getting it out there that it's not just stuck on a device? That That's the big question that I have always. So mine is, yeah. mine's slightly different. I mean, we use Twitter a lot. Our students have professional Twitter accounts, but then, then that's really for them to sort of share ideas and learn from each other. So we're in a slightly different situation. Um you know, Twitter's great because it allows them to share what they're thinking and what they explored in their own learning. Um, but I suppose that's very different when it comes to your own classroom because obviously yeah. there's slightly different things to think about there. Is, is maybe that's something we can ask our um, yeah. listeners? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's I mean, I, and I I mean Martin's mother and one... <clears throat> Well, she more. prints them off because uh, prints, yeah, my mum's yeah, got a wall. Yeah, yeah, she's got them. We're really, yeah. we're really getting on in in yeah. time uh, with this Amia thing, yeah. which I think is a beautiful thing. But I just need to can I highlight it out? Can I, can of I course, you one? can. I mean, um, we can do whatever we want. I just wanted to say that. I... Yeah, because it was <laughs> one of the uh, you know someone has to do it. Amia ADEs. Mark ADE, uh, which is at Mark Withersee, and Mark Withersee, if you're listening, yeah. Um, he said, my favorite place to display children's photography is in a gallery, and the Forestry Commission in England made an outdoor gallery for the One Best Photo Project at Sherwood Pines. And the picture that I, that I could see from it is nice. um, artwork displayed outdoors. And with mobile devices, I think, what way better than to display your work out in nature? And, and I would like to finish it off with that one, Johan. Nice. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Right. We're back soon okay. with, I don't know, Matt. Maybe. What's to come? And maybe Matt got questions. Do you, Matt? Oh. Let's see. Let's Ooh. hear. Okay. So it's that favorite time of the week again. It is questions with Matt. Oh, I'm 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 really looking forward to a jingle. Right. No, no, I'm bringing it what down. What happened to no, the jingle? Just bringing it down, Johan. It's just no jingle. Oh, doesn't need anything like that anymore. We're just it's mad. Simple. But well, you know, I'm close oh. to the North Pole, so I'm used to jingles. Do, 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 do. Questions? I don't know. It's yeah. Oh, like, thank you. Like thank you. Now I'm much happier. I thought that. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> Are we at that, that time of his career already? Yes. Questions are Matt unplugged. But, uh, but it's more. Yeah. Martin, Martin, yes. Martin, to have to have Matt unplugged in the podcast means that we can't hear him. Damn. Ooh. It is uh, Friday evening Ooh. recording. I would yeah. I would have got away with it if it wasn't for those pesky yeah. kids. Damn. Yeah. So, so this is this is the section of the podcast where we we kind of underline the um, serious but not element of this whole podcast. Mm. And yeah. we reached out to the host. What do you no mean? One... I don't understand. <laughs> no one's replying. Um, so, so I don't know. I don't want to use the word shame, but maybe like shame on you for hosting I a think... podcast. For hosting yeah, we've got a few people not to... reaching out. Yeah, we've got um, a few people to call out for the wrong reasons. Um... I know. And Martin made this beautiful video on um, how to call in. 
And all we're getting is our moms asking how much cake we want and if you want some carrot pie, something like that. So literally, we're bitching right now. <laughs> Are we bitching? Right we just, now? We we're just going to turn into that. Matt's got a question, I think. Yeah, yeah we let's want, go. We want to hear from our listeners, and, and we want we want them to get involved as well because they they're hosting some great chats. Um, so the people that are hosting them, it'd be great to have them on and. You know, maybe us ask them some questions about their thoughts on the chat. But we'll we'll go back to with questions from Matt at the moment. And my first one is to you guys, as always. Um, let's talk about photography a little bit more. That was there was some good chat going on um, previously. Then, how has photography impacted on your own delivery in the classroom and any unique ways in which you've used it? The uh, I'll go first if that's okay. I realised yeah. I just started talking. The okay. All About Me, um, the All About Me keynote that's on the Apple Teacher um, resources page, um, comes with some pre-made templates with the um, the kids' heads. But using the um, using the camera and the kind of the silhouette tool, I'm having pupils take a uh, work in pairs. They'll take a profile picture of um, of their of their partner. That person then draws round their own head as a silhouette. And when they're doing All About Me, they're actually putting it inside a, a, yeah. a drawn picture of themselves that they've used as a, as a, as a profile pic using the, yeah. using the, the built-in camera. So that's, that's been nice. sort of a, that's, that's been a spin. I know a few people like Catherine Mangan has done that. There's a, there's a lot of the, um, there's yeah, a lot of nice. the, the, the examples here. What, what's the Twitter handle? Uh, at Catherine M23. If people want to go there, it's just okay. I think so I, I remember talked using... about markup. Um, can I go? Yeah, no, you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, All go right. on, man. We talked about markup, um, but the other thing I I um, found interesting with with pictures um, is when you um, have that live photo feature, um, mm -hmm. and Apple's got that really nice website on how to shoot on uh, on iPhone. Um, with all kinds of neat tricks in there. And um, the one I would suggest diving in a little deeper is when you go into photos and you just shoot uh, shot a, a live photo, um, swipe up on it, and then you get that loop bounce yeah, yeah. and low exposure effect. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. some beautiful things you can do with that because I've seen people drag those images or tiny little videos that you make into Keynote and, and put them behind a, a mask and have really nice... Um, artwork out there with video running and and um, graphics in the front so it, that mix up and in one in one of the guides uh on everyone can create um that's an example in there um but people took it and ran away with it and, and done some crazy things that's really good yeah i mean one of my best things with photos is actually i uh, used to have this guy he he's really dyslectic and i was teaching uh, science and he he didn't really remember anything that I said like 20 seconds for, after I said it so we uh, but um, actually he was really good in in drawing and uh, he was seeing everything uh, through pictures so I told him to start uh, photoing everything that we're doing and also looking in through internet when ever I was talking or we were discussing things, he actually put pictures down as a uh, as a notebook. So his whole notebook is filled with pictures. Nice. And that's how he coped nice. with through, um, nice. you know, like grade seven to nine 
all through science. And he actually ended up doing a debate for for fossil fuel contra, uh, you know, like uh, new fuel, if you say, mm-hmm. like wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Whatever, fuels. you know. Yeah. yeah. Alternative fuel, thank no you. Uh, which was really nice. So actually, he had a debate. And um, I can put it out there on Twitter, what his... Um, notes looked like when he was actually doing that debate but from doing nothing of course to actually standing in front of the whole class and doing that that's incredible and that's photos that's like pictures photos for you so one 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 example i want to add in actually i will say this is this is prior to me using technology um but how i could now think of how it could be enhanced was we used to get our sort of 15, 16 year olds who were, you know, taking their exams, um, but they struggled with certain concepts, We, but they enjoyed sport. We would get them to sort of take photos of the goalposts and then we'd look at angles and we'd say, if you were taking a penalty, what's the best angle that you would shoot at the goal? Oh, yeah. that's cool. Now we did that, but we but we had to print the, the pictures out and then we would draw on them and, and sort of do all the math. And actually, I think now if we had markup and the pictures, we could do that whilst we we're out on the playing field and it would, oh, yeah, you know, team, and we could do that for basketball. I mean, that's what do they're for, doing. Yeah. I mean, we were doing that. Was, that's what you're doing right now, especially in in American sports. Yeah. That's what they're doing. And that's the thing, doing. you know, that's so in 2013 we were doing that and, you know, I was taking photos with my iPad and we were printing them and so they could all do it. Now thinking that if I was still teaching the how much easier it would be to just do that there and then and just say, look, let's have a look at this. Let's look at the angles. Let's draw directly on it. And, yes. you know, just, and we're not even talking like the video analysis stuff. We're just talking, take a photo and just, no. just draw the maths. You know, that's all it is. But that's the thing. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm really into American football and I was watching this um, documentary and it's really fun uh, because this, uh, I don't know if you know about American football, that, but there's an offensive yeah. line that really this old guy I think is like maybe 75 years old and um, he's really down to the basic for football and everything but then it's so funny in this documentary he's using all this technology just to get the edge from the other team and he's like 75 he likes like proper down to basic football but of course he says if I got the pictures where I can see what everyone else is doing, uh, of course I'm going to use it. So it was so natural for him to use all this technology, even though he's just down in the, you know, the trenches for football. Yeah. And that's how I would like everyone to use uh, technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah, that's it. And it's like, it's natural because it gets you the edge yeah. of doing something better for for your team or for your students. Okay. That's why I like awesome. Okay, great. So Thanks. that's that's our questions for you guys. I've got one question I'm going to put out to our listeners and hopefully some of them can jump in on this. Uh, me a chat this week all about breakout sessions. And I just want to know kind of what are people's opinions on why our breakout sessions becoming so popular in schools? You know, there was a lot of chat around different things people are doing. I'd just love to hear from from people about their experiences, you know, and definitely all age groups as well. You know, I, I do it with our university students, but I'd love to hear some examples of, of people doing it with like four, five, six-year-olds, you know, and how it might change and, and how it has an impact in the classroom. 
And we're talking about the technique of breakout, not actually students breaking out of school during. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, so, just yeah. to make clear. Oh, oh, okay. That oh, completely oh, okay. changes the tone. Uh, well, uh, there's a yeah. there's a whole um, march to climate going on, started by a 16 year old from uh, from Sweden, and in Belgium they're uh, skipping lessons every Friday. So. Um, of course they are. Um, that's another kind of breakout. Kurt and me, we are there. Breakout. So why is <laughs> that <different> breakout? Yeah. <laughs> Ciao. Okay, guys, that um, that kind of wraps up our our episode for this week. And you know, we've just got some great conversation going there. And like we keep saying, we really want our listeners to get involved um, and connect with us. So you know, as we say each week, guys, how can they connect with us? Johan, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, on Twitter, apparently. Uh, yes, yeah. Anderson with double S as it should be, underscore E-D-U. Okay, great. And Martin? Yeah, they can find me on all the things as at mcoots, C-O-U-T-T-S, 81. And Kurt? For me, it's uh, at um, and then M-E-E-S-T-E-R, Kurt. And um, don't forget to like, if you want to reach all of us, use at last recap and reach out to us. Yeah. And if you do, you know, throw questions at us if you want, want anything answered from us. Or if you've got some, some thoughts about where you might like to see our podcast go in the future, it would be great to hear from you. Um, Martin, if they want to ask us questions directly through the Anchor app, can you remind them of the process? Yeah. So if they go onto the Anchor app and do a search for us last night recap, when they find us, there'll be a big purple button that will say leave a voice message. You tap that, you hold your phone or your iPad, you know, um, as if you're going to be answering a question. You just talk, you say what, exactly what you want to say. We get a little message about that. And if you send us a message, you actually get a call out on the show. Yeah. And, and if you, don't, about you probably outs, get a call out anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Talking about yeah. call outs, um, there might be some special guests coming in this way the upcoming episode. So nice. we'll yeah. keep you posted on that one. Keep you posted. Like that. Like Stay that. tuned for that. Yes. Yes. What's happening okay. next week? Do we know what that? What is happening next week? So Martin, what's, what's the chat in EMEA next week? Yeah, the EMEA chat is uh, reaching all learners looking at accessibility. Um, and that's going to be hosted by at Mr. Tullock, Paul Tullock and uh, Ruth Smith mm -hmm. at Rui Smithy. Um, and that's going to be on Tuesday, February 26th. 8 p.m. GMT. Excellent. And in the Americas, Kurt? In the Americas, it's all about ownership of learning K20. So all the way up. Um, and that's hosted by uh, Jessica Ray 929, also known as Jessica Herring Watson. And um, at McNelly 40, which is Dr. Janelle McCormick. Um, so it should be interesting again. Um, <laughs> Thanks to hear what's going to happen on that. And um, I think not to forget, because um, we had one of our uh, listeners reach out saying, where can we get that link um, of the recap um, that's happening that Miriam is doing for, uh, for the Americas? Yeah. Mark, do um, you know where that is? Yeah, Miriam's doing the, um, the recap um, for the EMEA. And if you follow her, yeah. uh, she's at Mir, M-I-R-C Walsh, W-A-L-S-H. And the recap is on Wakelet. So if you search for her username on Wakelet, that's just Wakelet, 
um, you'll be able to find a recap for all of our chats going all the way back, um, I think, a year or 18 months. All of the EMEA chats are recapped on Wakelet. Nice. Right. Yeah. And I know on the America side, the same thing is uh, happening or going to happen. Um, so start looking at um, Mia L. Morrison um, and follow Mia Morrison. So um, she's going to take that honor. She was doing that um, on Participate. Um, but to mm -hmm. line things up, um, she's going to start posting them on Wakelet too, which makes it a little easier for everyone. That's great. Yeah, I think, partic I think Participate was going behind a paywall as well. Which... Yeah obviously is is not sustainable long term is it no. okay mm. great so right. guys great chat again sounds great good to catch up with everybody great to hear all the great things that are going on and i'm not going to say great one more time um guys let's say goodbye and let's let's chat again in a week that was a great goodbye great great <laughs> thanks guys all right cheers bye, guys bye, bye guys bye.